Welcome to Green City, a podcast focused on sustainability. I'm your host, Lene Marty Henson. We invite you to listen in on our conversations for positive change. It is my hope that we can all come away with something that resonates within our own lives and inspires us to action within our own communities. Let's start where we are and find ways to work together to create more connected, more vibrant, and indeed more sustainable communities. Join us each week as we learn from each other. We continue our series focused on Main Street business districts and the vital role that they play in supporting long-term sustainability in the communities they serve. Our second show in this series is focused specifically on statewide and national Shop Small, Shop Sooner campaigns. Our guests this morning are from America's Small Business Development Center for Iowa. Lisa Shimkat is the state director and Brianna Hall is the marketing manager. And I'm thrilled to have you both join us with this conversation this morning. Well, thank you. We're excited to be here. So let's begin with each of you sharing in your own words a little bit about your path to this point. Sure. So this is Lisa, and I actually was born and raised here in Iowa, up in Humboldt, Iowa, and moved away after graduation, after going to Iowa Central, then Iowa State, and checked out a lot of different cities, states, Atlanta, Georgia, Myrtle Beach, Chicago, and ended up coming back to Iowa, started back into the Des Moines area, and then actually moved up to Fort Dodge. Career-wise, I worked for an agricultural rebuilder. I was plant manager, and we did a lot of uh, TAs, water pumps, clutches, things like that. And then ended up coming into a role more so with business development. I was the regional director for small business development up in the Fort Dodge area, and actually went over to work with USDA for a little bit so that I could get to learn a little bit more of the acronyms in the government world, uh, working for a GNT. And now I'm back with the Small Business Development Centers. I've been the state director now for seven years and very excited to look at all the changes that have occurred over the last even 10, 15 years when it comes to business development and the support that businesses have within the state of Iowa. Very good, we're glad you came back. Brianna? Yes, and then this is Brianna. So I'm actually originally from um, Pennsylvania, right outside Philadelphia, Um, but my family is from Iowa. So I came to Iowa State University and graduated in 2013 with a degree in advertising. Um, I always wanted to go to Iowa State. I was very obsessed. Um, From there, I had quite a few different jobs. Um, I worked at a printing company, a mortgage company, um, most recently before here, I was actually doing marketing for Stevens Auditorium in Ames for the university. Uh, and then I joined uh, Main Street Nevada and realized I really liked helping small businesses. Um, and then a job opened up during COVID at the Small Business Development Center, and I applied and luckily got hired there. And I love working here. It's been so much fun getting to be on this side of things. Very different, obviously, from the event world. Um, to come here and work with uh, small businesses, but it's just very rewarding and um, I've really, really enjoyed it. And yeah, no, and we just live in Nevada right now and it's been really awesome just getting to be part of these communities and getting to go out and things like that. So 
And are you both located in Ames with your offices now? Yes, our state office is um, located at the Iowa State University Research Park. Okay. All right. So you get to be by Iowa State all the time now, right? That's right. That's yeah. right. The dream. <laughs> <laughs> well, give us an overview of the, the mission, history, scope of um, America's Small Business Development Center right here in Iowa. So America's SBDC Iowa, the vision is to be an innovative source for empowering business success in Iowa. So what does that mean? Our overall mission is to help create wealth in Iowa, um, to help business succeed. And the thing is, I think that our mission has stayed the same, but the way we do our job has really changed over the last few years. We have a lot of different products and a lot of different arrows uh, that we can utilize. Some of the things that we do for small businesses are helping them with business plans. We help startups. We help people find new markets for their products. We help them with customer identification. Who is my customer? I sell shoes, everybody wears shoes. So is everybody my customer? No. So we need to help them figure out how to kind of focus in on who the true customer is that will pay for the service, hopefully repeat purchases, and then how can they make a profit so that they can succeed as a business as a whole. Additional services that we do are cash flow analysis. We've been doing a lot of rough estimate business valuations for our clients, and all of our services are free. So how do we get that out to the whole state? It's really quite exciting because we have 15 centers across the state. We work hand in hand with 11 community colleges and the other two regents institutions, University of Northern Iowa, University of Iowa and Iowa State, all host individual SBDC centers. So in order for somebody to sign up for the free services, they just need to go to our website. I'm going to go ahead and plug it right here, iowasbdc.org. Click on that. There are lots of resources when it comes to a lot of the COVID relief, uh, different programming that has come up, as well as just click on request counseling. And then you can figure out who you want to go to. Our counselors across the state have all sorts of experience, background in law, background in owning businesses, as well as uh, finance background. We have a couple that are CPAs that really know how to dig into those numbers and figure out what story it's telling us. The cool thing about working with somebody, let's say you're working with somebody over in Council Bluffs, you might be working with them on SEO or optimization of your website while somebody in Spencer is doing a cash flow analysis for you. So it really is a team across the state and we want what's best for small businesses and Our team across the state has really, really stepped up. During COVID, we saw about 70,000 businesses quickly helping, turning, getting the information to them and getting it out across to our other networks. So that is kind of what we do in a nutshell, everything from pre-venture to existing businesses. And if we don't have the answers, we know the resources in the state to go out there and get them. Very good. Yeah. Well, and as, as, with a lens on sustainability, you know, not only the economic, but the environmental and the social, what is it that makes the main street businesses so vital to the communities that they're in? Well, I mean, anytime main street community um, businesses obviously are very important because they're bringing, you know, that economy into the community. So, you know, anytime you shop at a local store, you're bringing in money 
to the community that you're, that you live in to those people. Um, Cause it all just kind of goes around. So then these business owners are making more money and then they're going to also put that money back into the community. Mm-hmm. So these main street businesses are vital without them. You really don't, how are you supposed to sustain your, you know, your economy? How are you supposed to have these events and provide more housing? It's just all kind of comes together um, for, you know, how that works. So it's just, they're extremely important. And that's why the main street program is so vital too, because they're bringing in all that help to make sure those businesses continue growing and have the resources to um, fix their storefronts and um, increase their sales and have that help that they normally wouldn't get just, you know, being anywhere else. And so the fact that we have that Main Street Iowa is awesome and a really incredible opportunity for those main street businesses because they have so many resources and grants and things available to them and then someone who's literally hired to help them through this process so um, yeah yeah, they're definitely crucial yeah and you guys probably know this the exact statistic on this but i know i've read that that it's the local businesses that are the much bigger donators to local charities. So as you were just saying, what comes around goes around and it really helps the flow within the community and keep those dollars right there in the community. Absolutely. I'm going to jump in for one second. We have a lot of uh, these small businesses across across Iowa that sometimes you don't give them a second glance, but yet when there is a local community project, that's the first place we go, whether it's project prom, whether it's a fundraiser for someone suffering from a health event, there are so many different ways that these businesses give back in time, money, services, and they're just, as Bree said, an integral part to each community. We can't do it without our businesses, and it's kind of everybody is working together and it's a puzzle and together is how we get that complete picture. Mm-hmm. Right. Right. They have a stake in it, you know, versus a bigger corporation. These people, you know, live in the community mm-hmm. and have families in the community. And I mean, they just want it to succeed as much as anyone else. Right. Oh. Right. So we are, most of us are familiar with the shop, small shop, local campaigns that happen starting this time of year and really becoming a presence in November, but it's a little bit different. There's been another element layered on top this year, right? So tell us about the shop sooner and what this whole campaign is about. Yeah. So, um, we came up with the shop shop sooner campaign. Well, mostly Lisa did (laughs) and um, because we had seen firsthand how much the pandemic had affected small businesses, obviously. And they're still still dealing with a lot of that, especially the supply chain issues and things like that. And so we were trying to figure out, okay, what's our next step? What can we do now to help them before the holidays, before they're going to get, you know, bombarded with all these orders and things like that, while they're still dealing with these issues that came about during the pandemic. And so that's where Shop Sooner came. We thought, okay, so let's start pushing consumers to make those purchases earlier and give those businesses more time to get their orders fulfilled and things like that. Um, Cause we know I'm guilty of that as well, that we all like to wait to the last minute to do our Christmas <laughs> shopping. And then you're just kind of scrambling and um, everyone gets you know frustrated if things don't get there on time and stuff like that. But 
whatever you can do to help those small businesses, those local businesses, um, you know, give them that time to get those orders in and things like that. It's just going to help everyone. And we just really wanted to, you know, further push out the support your local business, put that money back into your, your town, those small towns that really need it, those small businesses, um, maybe not do Amazon this year, but look at tools like shop Iowa, or just, you know, go down to your local main street and, um, spend money there. So it just all kind of ties together to the shop local shop sooner. is just another aspect of that. We just, instead of waiting to the last minute at your local store, maybe shop a little bit sooner this year. Yeah. And so that's really how that took place. And it's true with the whole supply chain, um, dilemma, like they normally these, it's my understanding, normally these businesses will get like partway into the holiday shopping season and place new orders. And this year they realized that like it can take six months. So the chance of even being able to replace and put in new orders just may not happen this year, right? Well, exactly. And I mean, there's so many materials too that are backed up and things like that. It's just, everyone is having issues. And so just kind of being conscious of that when you're going out and shopping at these places and placing these orders that, you know, they're still dealing with things that are completely out of their control Mm -hmm. too. And um, the pandemic infected a lot of different aspects of business that some you don't normally think about or wouldn't think that that would become an issue. And so just, you know, how can you help those businesses in a way that, you know, is, is easy. We're not asking much. We're just asking maybe plan ahead this year. Yeah. With that. Yeah. So to explain shop, um, shop Iowa, what that is, because I'm not sure everyone knows what that is. Yeah. So shop Iowa was developed uh, last summer. So right when um, COVID had started hitting and things were closing down, um, IEDA partnered with another small business in out of Cedar Rapids um, shop where I live and they created this platform, Shop Iowa. So it's an e-commerce platform that small businesses around the state can sign up to be on and sell products on for free. And so it just got extended another two years. And they can do, I believe, up to 50 products on there. Um, and it's a great opportunity for a lot of small business owners who have never had an online presence mm-hmm. before. So now they have a free way to get on there, which, you know, you could make your own website and it's so expensive. Um, but here you have this opportunity to be on a platform with a lot of other small businesses in your area. And so you can search by community, by product. Um, Shop Iowa has done a ton of marketing along with IEDA and Main Street to push this out. Um, and so they're, you're also getting that extra marketing too. And they do a lot of sales and it's just a really, really great platform and a really good time for it to come out with all the push for online now. So it's yeah. been awesome. And what are some other things that businesses have done to adjust and survive during the pandemic? I'll at least kind of touch on that one a little bit. I feel like I've been talking a lot. <laughs> some of the things that businesses have done have actually been habits. I think that we're going to see stick around. Mm-hmm. 
We've had the curbside pickup. That has been amazing. I remember um, one of our small businesses in my local community, and she switched to completely online. She does a Facebook live post on Wednesday, and her and a friend have a glass of wine, and they go through the new products, and people can order right there. And that is what literally saved her business during COVID. Hmm. You can order. She'll tell you how much it is. You uh, PayPal or Venmo the money. I'm not super good at all that lingo, but uh, you do the electronic payment and then you just show up. You text her that you're outside and she'll bring it out to you. So businesses have adapted that way. We see the same thing when it comes to restaurants. Now, restaurants have really been struggling, not only with um, just, you know, the supply and the shutdown, but also labor force. Um, labor has been tough right now and really getting these businesses and that's why we're also asking people to save a little space for grace these these folks are really trying their best and they want to make sure you have the best experience you may need to wait a little longer you may need to um, offer to help someone else uh, or one thing that we're also pushing a little bit is you know what if somebody's really busy maybe while you're there in line you can purchase a couple gift cards because that's something for a local small business that maybe if they don't have the time right now, you get those gift cards so you can come back after the first of the year. That's still money coming into them that they can use to buy additional product. So some of them have done that. Now, if we were to go backwards two and a half years, three years, we had people coming to us saying, hey, do we need to do Facebook and all that social media stuff? Do we need to be online? And we would say, of course, we need to do that. You need to start thinking about that if you're not already. When COVID hit and the shutdown happened, the businesses that already had an online profile or an online presence did better mm -hmm. because they had a leg up. And what we really tried to do was help push others to that. And Shop Iowa was a great way for them to kind of dip their toe in and see, is it something I can manage myself? Because those backdoor sales are what really helped Iowa businesses on the retail businesses. Some of the service businesses, your hair salons and others like that, really, I think are still kind of trying to get back on their feet. So we do recommend reaching out to them, talking, what can I do to help? And that's the best thing to do is talk to those businesses and let them know that, hey, I'm here. What can I do to support you? Sometimes it's free. Share their post, like their post, comment on their post and help them out in little ways like that. They cost little to no money. Right, right. Well, and I know the other experience that kind of bubbled up and became a real presence is the kind of private shopping, if you will, or limited people in the store, which made it a more personalized experience. And, and that's kind of why we love our Main Street um, merchants in the first place, right? Absolutely. And they did a lot more digitally too. And I, and maybe I'm not using quite the right word there, but you had consumers that said, you know what, I'm a size large. What do you have from your sale in large? And so they would send pictures and then the consumer would say, okay, I'd like number one and four, I'll take those and mm -hmm. I'll be able to pick them up. You know, that contactless shopping, it, it is a little bit different but today is different than yesterday was and, and very much different than last year was. So we need to make sure that we, we look at this as an opportunity. This is where we can really step up and kind of lead that charge. All right, today is different. Shopping is different. And supporting our businesses is different. 
you can't just sit on the sidelines anymore. You need to step up and say, you know what? Shop local. Yeah. Yeah. Any other words of encouragement to our listeners to, to kind of nudge them to that more personalized local sooner experience? Because, you know, there are some that just are like, yeah, online is just the easiest. My life is complicated. So what would you say to kind of nudge someone back and or newly in this direction? Perhaps. I'll start Bree. And then because I'm the Gen X and then I'm going to have, um, not the Gen X, um, tell you how the rest of the world's probably doing it, but as the Gen X or what, here's what I would recommend to get out and challenge yourself to pick five new businesses you have not been in yet. And when you get there, you take a look at their products, you take a selfie with yourself with them, which for me sometimes is challenging, but take a selfie and then take it shop sooner and put it on your story, put it out there so others can see these unique businesses out there, those ones that have that really cool story to tell that sometimes that it doesn't get told. So that way we can have more people be those influencers. Mm-hmm. And now when I say influencer, I know that those younger than 50 are <laughs> rolling their eyes at me right now, but um, those are some of the things you can do but challenge yourself to step up and ask for, ask for the, what can I do? And so Bree, I'm going to throw it to you now. So now you know what the us over 50 would do. What, what, what are some things that you think should be done to you? Well, I just kind of want to touch on, um, Lene, you had mentioned experience that word. And, you know, when you go and a lot of people my age and younger are really stuck, you know, behind the computer screen. And that's where we spend a lot of our time, especially now. And by going out and visiting your local store, you're getting an experience. It's not just shopping on Amazon and clicking, you know, different products. It's an experience. You're getting out, you're going to these small businesses, you're meeting the people in your community you're, um, you know, sharing stories, you're getting to see products that you probably honestly won't necessarily just find online. Mm-hmm. Um, and you're getting just that whole experience in your community where you live and you're getting to be more familiar with um, what your community has to offer. And I mean, that's just in itself is a huge motivator for anyone to want to shop local. You're not just, you know, helping a small business, you're also helping yourself and getting to experience those new things and maybe find a place you didn't even know was there or um, so I think that's really important too to kind of touch on especially for people my age and younger I mean there is life outside of our electronics and so (laughs) and now that we're actually getting out yeah and in the main streets you can do a little shopping at multiple different eclectic, diverse, locally owned places, and then you can go have lunch and then you can, you know, it's all right there. Right. And you're walking the whole time. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. I mean, you have all these amenities, right. You know, on your doorstep, you might as well take advantage of them. And um, yeah, it might not be the quickest thing, but it'll probably be a lot more fun than sitting at home on Amazon. So (laughs) very good. So final words of wisdom for our listeners today. Sure. So I would recommend anybody who is a local business, if you haven't already reached out to the Small Business Development Centers, go to our website, iowasbdc.org. 
click on um, request counseling and we'll get you set up with somebody. It's free service, absolutely free. It doesn't hurt. And the next thing that I would do is for the consumers out there to ask how you can help your local businesses, challenge yourself to get out to those local businesses, show others that it's okay to get out to these local businesses and shop local and shop sooner. Very good. Kevin, I just want to add to what Lisa said, just, you know, visit your downtown businesses, experience that community that you have right outside your doorstep that maybe you just haven't really paid attention to and help those small businesses because they're just going to help you and where you live and your economy. And it's so important to support them, especially now. And anything you can do, just even shop sooner, it might seem small, but it makes a big impact. So Yeah, very good. Well, thank you both for all that you do every day to, to really be that resource for our small businesses around the state. And um, thanks for sharing with us today. Well, thank you for the opportunity. This was fun. Yes. Thank you so much for having us. So everyone can go to yourgreenportal.com to hear the podcast and blog of the, and read the blog of the show and tune in next week. We're going to continue this discussion and focus on some specific Main Street communities around Iowa. Um, until then, stay healthy, stay engaged, and thanks for listening. That's all for this edition of Green City. I'm Lene Marty Henson, and I hope you continue to listen in on these conversations focused on the broad realm of sustainability. I truly believe that we go further faster when we come together to have real dialogue, inspiring us toward practical solutions. Let's continue to learn from each other how best to nurture this precious planet we call home. Thanks for listening. We are truly grateful.